Welcome to Stories of COVID, the interview project that explores what it's like to experience a global pandemic. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. It is scary and it is very real, but it's not hopeless. As I said, I changed three planes. None of them were wearing any gloves or masks. I've never seen so much support for freelancers or artists in the in the media um, as I have now. They both laid me off from just the advent of the, the outbreak. I'm anthropologist and author Veronica Kieran, and I am building an interview archive of stories and anecdotes that define this time in history. If you have an experience that you'd like to share, check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. In this episode, we're going to hear from Michael Connus of Orange County, California, and Los Angeles County, California. In his interview, he describes being laid off due to the pandemic and also the unexpected relief that came from it. Um, well, currently I'm in isolation right now. Um, yeah. I'm uh, just being stationed here at the house uh, about a week ago, um, my two jobs were both, um, they both laid me off from yeah. just the advent of the, the outbreak. So I have been unemployed for the last just week or so, maybe week and a half. Mm-hmm. And at this time, I'm just staying at home. Uh, I might go out just once to just take a, like just to take like an exercise walk. Um, but the majority of it has just been me being here just under isolation, uh, checking yeah. in with my friends and just giving people calls and texts to see how they're doing. Um, every place that I would normally go to, to like de-escalate stress, whether that's going to like the movies or a bookstore or even church on Sundays, like they've all just been closed down. So some of it has been me just trying to figure out how to still maintain a, a non-anxious presence here at the house, uh, whether that's just by reading a good book or checking in with my online community every week. So those have been the main effects. Yeah, I feel that. Like you can't just go to a coffee shop. <laughs> oh, and a, yeah, no coffee shops either. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a gift card to Starbucks for doing a survey with a friend and I'm like, that's cool. I can't use this right now. <laughs> this is like the worst time to, be, to use like any gift cards because you can't go anywhere. I'm, I'm joining like two different online communities right now, whether that's through like the Zoom app or um, there's another one that my writer friends put together. Basically, you can like join this community for artists and they'll put together a, a chat thread. So you can all just keep in touch with each other to tell each other, hey, I'm working on this project or just to keep each other accountable for your creative goals. I feel like I'm a lot more intentional checking up with my friends now online than I was before the outbreak even started. I'm like texting my friend like almost every other day going, hey, man, just checking in with your mental health. How are you doing? Your health means a lot to me. Um, Just let me know how you're doing. Um, and people are also reaching out to me too. So there's just been an equal give and take on just everybody being accountable for each other and showing up and just being present for people's mental health and emotional health. 
And I feel like that has been one of the few things in this whole outbreak that has actually been a positive growth. I'm starting to realize now in this month, like, oh, social media can be a good thing. We've just been misapplying it this whole time. And I I'm gonna be honest, if I did not have social media right now, like if I didn't have Instagram or Facebook <laughs> or Twitter, I would not know how to keep sane in any of this time. Like I wouldn't know how my friends are doing at all. Like, Marcus, how are you doing? I have no idea. So that's, that's just been a very eye-opening experience. I hope it's one of the things that doesn't de-escalate once the quarantine is over. More people are showing their true colors, both um, sociably, emotionally. Um, you're starting to learn how, how much pressure really affects us when our ability to maintain contact with each other is cut off short. So I'm currently wearing um, a heartbeat monitor right now. Yeah. Because about two weeks ago, um, I had, a, I had a health episode at my job. I could feel um, tingling in my hands and I felt a numbness go up my arm. I, I had been overworking myself for like six months straight. And so in between all of this, just between all the social media, that's just been um, not hyping up, but just broadcasting anxiety over coronavirus, over um, how to stop the spread, um, quarantine, flattening the curve. Um, I just got, sh I just got a shock to my system. And like I had to go to urgent care and basically I, I had over exhausted myself. And what I've just been trying to maintain is just keeping myself calm and stress-free and really learning what I can have the bandwidth for right now and what I can't. In this time, my amount of sleep has just gone so far up. Um, my blood pressure has gone down and a lot of that has just been taking active measures to not let this contaminate my mind. So do you think that COVID both was like the final tipping point plus the reprieve? It would be a wrong thing to say that I'm grateful that this has happened, but because I can't go outside, because I can't overwork my body, because I can't do 5,000 things at once like I was doing before the outbreak, mm -hmm. having time to actually give my body a reset button has been the best thing in the world. My body did not know how to react to just having nothing to do. It felt like my mind was just on a complete hamster wheel cycle. And then suddenly this thing says, hey, you can't keep moving and your body wants to keep moving and your mind wants to just keep cycling. <laughs> You're at this total tug of war between, I, I gotta do like 50,000 things and the world is saying, no, you just have to do one thing and that's be still. Yeah. And man, you don't, we don't know how to handle that. At least I don't know how to handle that. So the last week has been a seven day and who knows how many more weeks long lesson in just being able to learn how to do that. How to be still. It's hard. 
we haven't shaped our lives around stillness. And now we're being forced to pause. How will you use this time? Episodes are being released as soon as I get the interviews. So subscribe so that you don't miss a thing and share if this meant something to you and if you think others might benefit. Stay safe. Stay well.